Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. They don't let me out. They don't call my name. They done read the four chapters. Now I'm back with six. I've been born again. Master, hit the switch. Igor, he's alive! A great, it gives me a great privilege and an honor. Like this is this is phenomenal, all right? I mean, when you're dealing with Africa's first and they're in studio, it is a big deal. I'm talking about Darren Thomas, made history as the first adaptive male CrossFit athlete from Africa to win a bronze at Wadapalooza in Miami. Darren, welcome to The Great Drive. Oh, thanks. thanks for having me. It's great to be here. That's quite an intro that uh, I like <laughs> Let me me, me explain something And and I need to have the listeners understand In front of me I'm seeing a gentleman Whose arms I'm looking The veins are pumping He's just He is sitting down He is calm And your veins are pumping Would you consider yourself What we call A CrossFit junkie Uh, Junkie It has to be uh, (laughs) Like like you said before We're addicted And we can't help it eh? Do you wake up Do you wake up And like try to do pull-ups And and push-ups first thing I do 10 push-ups When I wake up I knew it Guys (laughs) I said it I said it (laughs) If I had a pull-up bar Above my bed I'd probably do it too But it's just uh, Push-ups are easier Absolutely man Thank you for joining us For our segment Of Motivational Monday You've got a motivational story That we had to bring on air But before We get into you know, uh, the bronze medal. Let's go to Darren before 2007. Who was that guy? What was that guy doing? What was life at that point? I think um, I was a, a exercise and adrenaline junkie before that. <laughs> okay, you know? okay. Um, I had to be moving all the time. Um, I was either either in the gym. Um, I did kickboxing. I was playing rugby. So, and then riding jet skis, motorbikes, whatever would get my my heart going. But um, yeah, my passion was rugby. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be a, like any young uh, aspiring rugby player. I wanted to be a Springbok. Okay. Um, played for uh, I played for for Pirates Rugby Club. Then I went to Wits, and then I actually ended up playing for the Lion Seven side. Wow. Um, and that was kind of my hoping to get into the 15s, you know, because that yes. was my game, and and kind of hoping to knock on the door there. Definitely. And then, um, and and before that, I went to uh, SA Champs for kickboxing. So so you know, between the two. Um, other days I was just in the gym every day, but um, mm. but yeah, 2007, um, my life changed in just one night. Uh, um, I was uh, staying with my parents at the time. I was 26 years old, and um, uh, there were seven guys that came into my family home. Uh, they they broke in, and um, and I was stabbed in the head with a screwdriver and shot point blank in the chest, and um, the bullet missed my heart by a millimeter because as they as they fired, my heart contracted. Uh, it hit my lung, ruptured my lung, and then it hit the spine, uh, and bone fragments went into the spinal cord. And then that left me as a T2, they call it paraplegic, so it's from the chest down. And so um, my dad had to rush me to hospital because um, I, I, there wasn't enough time to wait for, for an ambulance, you know. Mm. Um, I was losing too much blood because of the lung. And yeah, that was, um, that was the, the, they didn't really take much, you know. It's one of those things you'd give them everything, but... Mm. You know, I wanted to intercept them. They were, you know, protect my family. That's as as, as any young guy would do. And yeah, I think I, I don't remember anything from exactly how it happened. I had bruises and scratches all the way up my arms. So I must oh. have got into a tussle with the guys. But they say if there were that, you know, a couple of guys against one doesn't 
doesn't really work you know but Man. so i don't remember what happened exactly but um but that was the the layout of how it, how it went down i think yeah and then wake you up in icu wow and this is all in 2007 yeah yeah now you wake up in icu your life's completely changed like you said you've always been an active guy yeah yeah you've been out there you want to keep moving now you can't move yeah what happens in that stage of your life so that's a tough part you know you um i always had faith i always believed that things would get better you know while i was in in icu i believed the next day things would come right or or, or tomorrow would be better you know um i was in icu for a few days went to general ward for about two weeks and then oh. had to go to the rehab for three months oh. where they teach you how to sit up and how to move and how to get onto a bed and into a wheelchair and all that yeah. you know and, you know, you don't just climb in a chair and start moving because your your body's been pretty much shocked. You know, so you've Absolutely. got to you've got to go through all that. And I think just um just losing your identity. You know, being a rugby player and, and a kickboxer, and now what are you? You know, you're lying in a bed and you can't move your legs. So where do you go? Um, and I think that transition. You know, although um in in the rehab, I think what got me through was every single day hoping that tomorrow and believing that tomorrow would be better. Mm. Um, and then you know when when it was time to leave the hospital, then then, rea- the world. then it's reality. Yeah. Facing the world, yeah, yeah, facing the world. If you are just joining us, we're joined in studio by medalist Darren Thomas, the very first adaptive male a CrossFit athlete from Africa. He won bronze. He's telling us a story. This is him before two thousand and seven. This is him in two thousand and seven, and now. This is also him in 2024. He shares his story. It's Motivational Monday. And if you have any questions, any comments, 071-286-0639. He's here on The Great Drive. We're joining studio by uh, Darren Thomas. You know, uh, Darren, uh, when we kicked off the show today, we were talking about phenomenal South Africans. We were just highlighting all the winning that South Africa is doing. And then it's crazy. We got another winner coming into studio today. Absolutely crazy. We spoke about, uh, you know, life before 2007, uh, having to experience what you experienced in 2007. And I mean, having a house breaking, leaving you paralyzed from the chest down. Now we go 17 years later, right? Now you're getting medals. You're not just getting medals in the continent. You're getting medals in Miami, dude. Like you are, you are leaving the country. Huh. You're coming home with a package. And I mean, let's talk about the last 17 years of your life. Now you're, you wake up, like you said, in ICU and you just, you, you, you discover that, look, life is going to be different for me. Mm. You know, uh, what are the emotions that happen from you accepting that and then you building from that? Yeah. Yeah. So I think t- taking the time to accept it, you know, you go up and down. Um, but when you do, you do finally make that choice. You know, mm. I always say to people, you've got two choices. It's, it's up or down, you know, you're gonna either going to afford or you're going to sit back and you're going to. You're gonna get upset with life and and get depressed and then you stay there, you know. And and, and I was I was de- I was down and and I went down to that that time. But um, but I, I believe you know I, I think God picked me up and took me out of that 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 space I was in. Mm. And then I I made a choice to to live, you know. I think okay. I put my life on hold for about three years. Not a, where I didn't really advance much, you know. My girlfriend was with me all the time. She. Mm was there by my side taking me to the rehab driving my car because it was a manual and I didn't want to change it because I wanted things to change you know yeah, yeah. and so she didn't uh, you know so we we kind of stuck in that in that moment and then when there was a moment where it just switched and I said you know I've got to I've got to ch- change although I'm hoping for better 
um, while I'm in the situation, I might as well live life to the full. You know? mm. Do whatever I need to do to make it work. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah. Absolutely. And then I got a question that just came on our WhatsApp line. 071-286-0639. This is coming from Petula. Hi, KEZ. Question for the guest. What motivates you every day? And after your accident, how long did it take for you to forgive, accept, and move on? So the forgiving part was um, was quicker than, than you'd kind of expect. I think a lot of people don't, you know, they think, well, geez, it was quick. But, you know, in the beginning and I was going through the stuff in hospital and I was realizing the torture that I was kind of under. For me, it was torture, then, mm. you know, the pain and everything. I just thought all I wanted was to catch these guys and to do the same to them. Mm. But um, if that drives you, uh, you'll never heal. You'll never move forward. You know, mm. you'll, you'll never keep going. So I had to I had to forgive. I had to leave that and say, look, we're going to move on. And hopefully they don't do it to someone else. You know, yeah. that was my biggest thing. And so um, motivating then was, you know, to move on. I had I had friends and family that were there for me. My girlfriend was there for me by, by my side all the time. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, that was motivating to, I had to, work, we had to move again. I had to train, I had to get going because that was my life, you know. It, Absolutely. it was my therapy. Absolutely. But if I tell you what motivates me today and what keeps me going today, I've got uh, two beautiful kids. Oh, man. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, they, they um, when I wake up in the morning, if, if I had to decide to, to give up and to lie there and, and not start the day, they're going to see that. You know? Oh, so, man. So I got to move on and they look Wait, at what combo is it a boy girl or yeah, boy? boy and girl boy and girl yeah. oh man and, and they and, and and I know that when dad gets up and he gets moving and he shows them that you know that there's no uh, excuses to to kind of stay in bed and keep you know then they see that you know and Absolutely. It's, it's it's evident it's evident in them already and, and i think that's that's the driving factor for me you know oh man what a beautiful what a beautiful story bro yeah. and, and we're not even at the medal yet man we're still <laughs> we're still at the individual and how you build up the confidence to go back and face the world all right if you are just if you are still joining us uh darren thomas in studio please come through with your questions zero seven one two eight six zero six three nine you can ask him anything he's really really sort of bearing it all out there because I mean we even had a conversation off air and you, and you spoke briefly and saying look bro I was one of those people who would look at someone when they are hurt and say if that's me just I might as well end it yeah. and to beat that mindset I'm sure you've had you've had to go really train yourself mentally and emotionally yeah. right yeah it, I think it's a mindset is the biggest thing you know to, mm. to, to be able to just say look um I think I've always got to look at it and say it could have been worse and there's always someone out there that's yeah. worse off than me. You know, when Absolutely. I see a guy that I know who can't feed himself because he's got a neck injury and, and, and someone's got to feed him, I've got my arms, they're strong, they can move, they can feed me, I can do a lot of things, I can pick my kids up, you know, yeah. I can throw a ball, you know, those things are, I still have those things. So it, could, it could be worse, but yeah. Beautiful, man. Motivational Monday right here on The Great Drive. We got your headlines on the way. And here's the question for this Monday. We got Darren Thomas here. We're going to pose this one to you. What are you waiting for? That is today's question. What are you waiting for? So many people are waiting. You're, you're waiting for things to be perfect. You're waiting for everyone to get themselves together. You're waiting for someone to invite you into the room. You're waiting for someone to give you a seat at the table. You're waiting for someone to validate your gift. You're waiting for someone to call your name. You're waiting for someone to give you the opportunity. You're waiting for everything to line up. You're waiting for all the situations to come together perfectly. And I'm telling you, you cannot wait. You gotta start working right now. 
depression is not waiting for you to get it together. Poverty's not waiting. Poverty's not waiting for the perfect moment, for the convenient time to get on you. No, 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 no. Poverty will just roll up on you and disrupt your entire life. Fear's not waiting. Stress is not waiting. Your bills are not waiting. And if fear is not going to wait to attack you, then you can't wait to attack it. If stress is not waiting to attack you, you can't wait to attack it. Whatever is in your life that's trying to bring you, it is not waiting. So you cannot wait. You have got to step up now. I'm telling you, if you're waiting for your degree before you can build a legacy, you're waiting for your father to tell you that he loves you before you can start building legacy? You mean you're waiting for there to be perfect peace in our country before you start building your legacy? You're waiting for everything to line up before you start working on your legacy? No, you can't do that, man. You gotta start working now. You gotta start building legacy now. You gotta start taking care of things now. The Great Ride with KEZ. With KEZ. Weekdays, 3 to 6 p.m. only on Good Hope FM. We're getting the phenomenal story uh, of a Darren Thomas. We're extremely proud of him, by the way. If you are just joining us, we're chilling in studio with the first adaptive male, a CrossFit athlete from Africa who won bronze at Wadapalooza in Miami. Uh, this is uh, with CrossFit. So Darren, accident happens, you're in your wheelchair, and then you stumble upon CrossFit. What happened? So I think, um, I think I was, uh, you know, I was in the gym and I was, I played some basketball in the beginning after my injury, you know. What? Um, yeah, man, you're a fellow baller. Why not, man? You yeah, got it. You yeah, got it. yeah. Um, and uh, and and I love the. For me, competition was was living. You know, it's yeah. life. And um, and I had my daughter, so I, we I stopped playing because it was taking up a lot of time and kind of left the basketball behind. And then um, a couple of years later, uh, they they start the CrossFit Open for adaptive. You know, people in wheelchairs, amputees, yeah. all that. And it's online competition, and so I yeah, well, might as well try it because I'm I'm up for anything, you know. Okay. Um, and I go online. You got to do the workouts. You resubmit them. Once you submit the workout, you you go, um you then obviously they get checked, and then your scores come up, you know. Yeah. Now you can see who you're up against, and you see. And what I how you, what, what do you measure up? Yeah, and you see these guys. I'm I'm actually I'm actually in the mix here. You know? <laughs> hey, this is this is Wait pretty cool. And so um so that competitiveness bites, you know. Yeah. And and that was when I drove my wife the craziest because <laughs> because all I did on the weekend was look at scores and how am I going to be? And she's like, "What are you doing? What is this? all you talk about is CrossFit?" I said, "Well, that's kind of what they say, you know." Yeah. Like I said to you, and uh, and so it just it just got that competitive fire back, you know. Absolutely. And I think I think that for me is what drives. It's always driven me. So Beautiful. so when it came and I knew that I could compete again, I think that's what uh, that's why I never left again, you know. And, Beautiful. And and in South Africa, the competitions are all really online because it's not a it's not a big thing here. Okay. Although we're trying to grow it, um, but that's why you wanted to go. I wanted Absolutely. to go overseas, you know, and, and qualify for the online stuff overseas. Beautiful, man. Yeah. Beautiful. You know, like, do you? I mean, your story is phenomenal, bro. And congratulations on your bronze. Oh, uh, you you, you got to go back and, and bring back the, the gold. Yeah. You, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah, you know the job's not done, right? I know, I know. All right, cool. I, I just needed to let you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving South Africa, 
Coming back with the bronze, do you have any words of encouragement for someone that might find themselves in a, in a similar situation as you? Life has just sort of, you know, thrown them a complete curveball. They don't have all the answers immediately, you know? Um, you didn't have the answers all immediately. Nah. And what words of encouragement do you have for that person? I think um, I always say it. Uh, when I was sitting in hospital, lying in hospital, mm. um, 16 years ago, my biggest challenge was to sit up in a lazy boy for five minutes without passing out, you know, because my body had to get used to being in an upright position again. Mm. And, um, and we looked down to now. I, I just went to an international competition against the best athletes in the world and, and came back with a medal, you know. And mm. for me... Um, the achievement as a sporting accolade is, is my biggest to to date mm. um, just because of what I've been through you know mm. it was um, uh, there's a lot of, there was a lot of hard times you know people you know it's like you train and, and this is the glory you know but mm. but in between you know you've got to train 10 times harder because you you've got other things that are that are against you you know you've got things fighting you all the time and I think if you can just keep going and keep pushing and know that um you know, for me, that you you're just always capable of more than you think. You Absolutely. know, and and there's just so much more you can do, and, and life's not over. I mean, for me, I thought, yeah, you go from being a rugby player, you're sitting in a wheelchair. You know, what that's life's over. You know, mm. but um, but I'm here today. It's 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 adaptive CrossFit, but it's um, you know, people look at you and they think, how, how can you do CrossFit in a wheelchair? And then and they see what you do and they're like well it's crazy you know it's it's but it just shows that you really are capable and whether you you have a serious injury or not you know some people go through things where where they they just get down and they don't they don't feel like they can do anything mm. i think just that motivation to know that there's there's people out there there's always someone worse off than you you've been given what you have i've been given a second chance i want to use it to show people that um that you know giving up is not an option you know you can you can achieve so much and and that's where we are. I think for me, coming back with the, with the medal has just shown me, like it, it just shows me that, you know, every time I thought that I, I couldn't make it and I just carried on going. You know, Beautiful. Here we are. So Beautiful, man. Mm. Bro, thank you so much for giving us your time, man. No, man. It's Dude, we're so we're extremely proud of you. Thank and, you. And uh, we're going to definitely watch your journey. Yeah, please, man. All right. Man. Listen, off air, I'm just going to ask for some tips on how do I get arms like yours. Okay, no I mean, problem. No I, problem. Jason, you see his arms, but I this He's jacked, bro. He's jacked, bro. He's jacked. <laughs> so jacked. Right. Check him out online, Darren Thomas. Uh, yet again, another amazing South African story. Thank you. Thank you, man. Don't have a good drive. Have a great drive. Have a great drive with K-Easy. K-Easy. Only on Good Hope FM.